Hello, and welcome to Pressing Matters, a fly-on-the-wall-style podcast about WordPress, business, and life. Your hosts are Ian. Hello. And Jack. Hello. Ian's a plug-in author and works for Delicious Brains, and Jack runs better notifications for WP and his web design agency. Let's get on with the show. This episode is sponsored by Fastspring, the full-service e-commerce solution that enables software companies to sell more, stay lean, and compete big. Find out more on fastspring.com. Hello, welcome to another episode of Pressing Matters, the podcast where if we don't have a topic or a guest, we just wing it. Ian, how are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I think we just, yeah, we just have a catch-up, don't we? It's nice to talk regularly about what's going on in our business lives and WordPress world. Um, hmm. But yeah, winging it is probably closer to the truth but yeah, yeah. absolutely that's okay because I, I, I mean we were kind of talking about this a little bit weren't we and we it, it maybe that's just our podcast maybe that's just what what we, what we do maybe we don't have guests and stuff you know a bit, almost like a bit of an anti-podcast but then I suppose you'd have to know us maybe and find what we talk about interesting to uh to, to yeah. stay a regular listener but hey ho every once in a while I'm sure we say something worthwhile yeah I do I, I know what you're saying and I do enjoy having guests on um, and speaking to people like that we're friends with or discovering new people and talking to new people. But I do think the way the podcast has gone over time, and maybe that's more because of the pandemic, that it's just harder to fit in. Our tagline of what matters most to WordPress developers and WordPress business owners is probably a little bit further from the truth now. Like, do we matter to WordPress developers and WordPress business owners, what we're talking about? But yeah, I still I still enjoy it. And if we've got a few listeners, then that's... That's cool. Nobody shouted at us for talking rubbish recently. So, no, exactly. Um, yeah, so it's all good fun. But, we enjoy but, it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it, all in all, good. Um, back to kind of a normal routine of work at the moment since the kids are back to school after Easter, and things oh, yeah. seem to be back to normal with regards to schooling and COVID. And um, yeah, so it's definitely made it a bit more productive in the last couple of weeks. Mm. Uh, what about yourself? How's things? Yeah, good. Yeah, not too bad. Uh, yeah, similarly, I'm enjoying the uh, the 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 uh, the sort of sl- slight slice of normality that we're getting at the moment. And obviously, with lockdown easing and everything, we've been able to do a few. Me and my wife have been able to do a few more things. Uh, we went clothes shopping the other day for the first time in about a year and a half, which was lovely. They're just like these little moments that you know uh, we've we've had that we haven't had for such a long time that have been really nice. And I do feel like my spirits have been lifted quite a lot, especially as we've had a gone through about three or four weeks of cold, but you know, nice sunny weather, you know, here in the UK um, recently. So that's uh, so that's good. So yeah, every, everything else is kind of fine, really. Just plugging away. I'm inundated with client work at the moment. Um, just just got lots of it um coming in and going on and i kind of attribute it to you know lockdown easing people know kind of what they're going to be doing and where they're going to be and maybe the next six months where it was a big unknown even six months ago from now you know and uh, i think it's uh, everyone's playing catch up with themselves you know we're not going to do a website in 2020 because of everything we'll do it in 2021 instead and i'm starting to see that at least i I think that's what it is. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm finding myself quite busy, which mm. is both good and a bad thing. Um, you know, it's it's good in that, um, you know, uh, moving house, which is what I'm doing at the moment, is ex- is an expensive job. Uh, we need to knock the new house around quite a bit to uh, get it how we want it. Um, I had a report done the other day to say that the whole house needs a full electrical rewire. So um, that's, you know, that's there's a 
fairly large cost associated with that so you know anything I can put aside ahead of time would be would be great really but on the flip side of that this year I want to focus more on my two WordPress plugins yeah. and uh, it, it means that I can't do that uh, at the moment which is a real shame so I'm trying to um, I'm probably trying to do too much at the moment but at the same time I feel like I'm kind of moving the needle uh, you know both in terms of making sure we have enough for our house move but then also trying to make sure that we've got uh you know um, both the wordpress plugins moving along as well so yeah busy busy but uh, i can't complain i really can't i was going to say the positive side of it there even though you've you've had to sort of shelve the plugins to a point recently which as you said you were trying to focus them on solely but the positive is that you've opened the doors again to client work and now you're over you know, you're oversubscribed again and you're busy and, and it, it's great from that point of view. So it's mm. it's good and bad, isn't it? It's it could be it could be a lot worse. It is, yeah. And I think one of the things that it sort of made me realise is that the um the plugins uh, so better notifications I hire a developer for and I think I have them about one day a week now, um, to, to work on everything and I work on stuff as well. But uh, they the 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 plugin itself doesn't necessarily always bring in enough for me to feel comfortable about paying for them for a day a week. So I often feel like I'm supplementing that with client work or some other kind of income, you know, mm. whether it be, you know, my hosting agreements or something that I have with clients, just something. And having more client work on certainly makes me feel a bit easier about ensuring that that developer is is keeping going rather than asking them to pause for a few weeks, which I've never done, but, you know, is always an option in the back of my mind if I'm worried about yeah. it. In terms of your developer, this is a good good point because we've talked about this for ages. I think you've gone through a couple of developers and you were having original issues with just not slowness, but they, they were busy with other things. So you didn't quite get as much from them as you were expecting or wanting. How's things now mm. with the with what you're doing at the moment with the new developer or new issue? Yeah, much, much better. <clears throat> much better. Uh, excuse me. Yeah, I think um, I think at first it was a little bit slow. I, I, I think... Um, it just took a couple of weeks to try and understand each other's expectations and you know get understood about the uh, the code base which i always appreciate it's always going to take a little while to you know look over someone's work especially if i've gone through a few developers kind of recently you know uh, you look at the state of the code and everything and um, you know even just you know code neatness and all that sort of mm -hmm. stuff you know it can be a bit difficult to read sometimes or or whatever but um, yeah, now I'm seeing progress, uh, things are getting ticked off, things are getting tested properly. Um, I'm really pleased to see uh, what's going on. And I actually, before I, I was kind of, you know, a few weeks ago, I was kind of like, oh, I've got something, a new ticket's been completed, I need to test it. And I know that I'll have to go back to the developer. But lately, we've gotten into this rhythm. And I go back to the developer and say, yep, yeah, that's all fixed because I know that they've tested it properly. And I look forward to testing things now because I basically know that whenever I go to test them, unless I discover something because I have some understanding or extra, you know, yeah. knowledge of the inner workings of a particular feature, I know it's going to be fixed. So, yeah, I'm really pleased at the moment. I'm, I'm, it feels like it's back to where it was a few years ago, which is good. Oh, that's good. I, yeah, I'm in a similar position with one of the freelance developers I've picked up from Upwork in the last six months. And I, I totally get what you're saying about testing because the nature of sort of the Upwork developers who are just working freelance and they're picking up isolated pieces of work either for you on a long-term basis or for other people, they're never going to pick up all the edge cases. They're never going to sort of test it as thoroughly as you would. So having at least 
knowing that they're going to be responsive to fix the issues once you've tested it is great. But I think the more they work on it, the more they will become better at fine at being more thorough, I guess, because they will know the edge cases to test. And that's where I'm at with one of my guys at the moment, and that's that's feeling really good. Like I pushed out a release this morning of WP User Manager and two of the add-ons, and some of the work, most of the work, has been done by somebody else. But it feels so good to be in that sort of um, in that uh, release process where I know that the releases will still be happening because the work will still be done regardless of me. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I think the last time we spoke on the podcast, I was probably having a bit of a a bit of a uh, I don't know sort of crisis of I'm too busy. I need to get this done. I need to get the new release out of WP User Manager. I need to get I've got this new other add-on that it was taking a while with other developers working on it, but then mm. it was a sort of a bottleneck of me. Um, and I think I just I think I left the podcast saying I need I need to speak to you next time and have it out. Um, and that did get released, which was good a few weeks ago now. Um, so I, feel, I do feel better about things in general because of that. Um, and I raised some prices, changed some prices, added a new uh, a new plan, uh, which is good, and that's sort of helped things. So yeah, it's it's good to be in a good place with the plugins, I think. And it sounds like you are as well, even though it's back burner for you personally because of the client work. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, and actually, I released uh, an update to better notifications this week, and uh, an update to the. I think it was a custom fields add-on for BNFW um, this week as well. So it was nice to see a couple of updates go out and um, and the highest number of downloads in a day I've ever seen, actually, um, which is interesting in itself. I don't know if you've ever looked at this, but like, you know, the active installs part on WordPress.org, it's at first it's like goes up in the hundreds, then it goes up in the thousands. And then mm-hmm. when you get to 10,000, it goes up in 10,000s and so on. I mean, when it gets to a million, it goes up in millions, you know, so it doesn't yeah. say 1.1 million, 1.2 million and so on. So you don't yeah. know necessarily how it's growing other than they have a, a chart with a graph and it, um, sorry, with a percentage, you know, it's gone up this much this week, you know, and so on. And you can probably model it, you know, and work out where you're going and what well, you're doing well, and everything. Jack, but you, you can it, model it because a plugin rank, come on, you know this. Well, I know, I know, but uh, you know, you can't, you can't, um, like, you could model it and then, like, uh, you know, get a get a, a better figure out of it if you really tried. I think, um, mm. but the uh, what it suggests to me is that compared to the last big update that I did, there's a quite a significant jump in the number of uh, you know downloads in that one day, which will be pl- mostly plugin updates, as well as yeah. you know, you get bumped to the top of the list, people see you more, and that sort of stuff. Um, so that suggests to me that the plugin is growing and still growing versus the last time I released kind of, uh, you know, an update like that. So, yeah. and I, you don't see it as if, oh, people wait for the bigger updates before they then do an update. You know, it's, it's you see it going up slowly over time. Yeah. So. There's a couple of things that I, w- I want to talk about is the reason why I set up that plugin rank and the reason why you haven't thought of that is because I'm just looking at your account and plugin rank and you've got, because you're on 30,000 active installs, it's obviously waiting to to go to the next level yeah. and plugin rank doesn't hasn't tracked when you went from 20 to 30,000 so it's not doing the actual estimation for you because some of the plugins in plugin rank like mine it knows well it it um it knows when i went from 9,000 to 10,000 for user manager 
and so therefore it's estimating based on the growth percentage that WordPress gives you each week. So it's estimating that I'm on 10,850 installs currently. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, you you haven't got that in your account to, to see that. Um, but the other thing I wonder about the downloads is that when you're saying about people waiting, perhaps they're not waiting anymore for like the major versions. I wonder if the auto updates for plugins and themes is having an effect. Maybe people are having those turned on. And so therefore they're just, they're being updated as the releases happen. So it's not maybe a conscious decision by the well, it is a conscious decision when they turned it on auto updates. But you know mm -hmm. maybe that's a and that's a good thing because it means that they're getting the most recent versions. But it's a bit out of their hands more. Do you think? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I I actually went through and uh, have auto enabled um, or enabled uh, auto updates for a number of plugins for a number of sites over the last couple of weeks actually, but particularly ones where I don't necessarily want to see those updates all the time the ones that i rely on on my site that i know that are going to be well tested um yoast is a good example of that they release lots of updates i don't want to see yoast updates all the time just let it happen you know just let it update um so yes yeah, it's, so it's always yoast isn't it it's always <laughs> yoast yeah it gets everywhere um but yeah so uh so no it's been, it's been good i i'm interested actually i probably have somewhere a note of when i went from 20 to 30 if I gave that to you, would you yeah. then be able to plug it in? Yeah, definitely. Because with pl the plugin rank stuff, when I released that feature to do the estimation of active installs, it was obviously mm. based on knowing that if in the database that plugin ranks had since June last year, if it has mm. captured the, because it records daily what your plugin data is, which includes active installs, if it records, you know, it went from 9,000 to 10,000 that day, then that's the point it'll estimate from. And as part of that release of that feature, I also use like the um, web, the Wayback Machine, the web archive mm -hmm. to, if I couldn't find the number to go, right, your plugin is this wordpress.org slash plugin slash BNFW, go and look at the Wayback Machine and kind of do a, like a recursive check to see if it captured the change from what it is now to what it was before. And as long as the Wayback Machine had like a, a contiguous day uh, of archives to say, well, I definitely know on the 10th of the month it went from 9,000 and then the 11th of the month it went to 10,000, then I can guarantee, because the Wayback Machine obviously is not every day, so it might yeah. have had like 9,000 at the start of the month and 10,000 at the end of the month, and I didn't want to use that because that's not key. Yeah, that's not mm -hmm. like proper. Um, and then I was given some data from other people who had been tracking this kind of figures and I could use it, but I couldn't do it for BNFW actually. So if you've got it somewhere, and we can even if it's an arbitrary date then it should be fine but yeah let me yeah, know nice i'll um i'll have a look uh, yeah thanks yeah it's not what you know it's who you know isn't it uh, yeah exactly <laughs> it's i was yeah. also going to say about the active install stuff or the downloads so i just so i'm on ten thousand users or ten thousand active installs for wp user manager and when i released the um the last update 2.6 which was a few weeks ago now obviously that downloads for that day was uh, 1,800 downloads, which is pretty poor when you think you've got 10,000 active installs, which really does make you think, are those 10,000 active installs actually active with a, with an owner going into the back end? And you know, there must just be phoning home to wordpress.org to say we're installed, check updates, but not actually being actively managed. Uh, yeah. And you've, you had 
downloads per day on the day that you did it, April 26th, 5,400 mm -hmm. out of 30K. So yeah. it's a similar thing. But I guess people, you know, you have a bit of a, um, uh, like a, a latent effect where people will update in the weeks after. So it's not always the day after or that day. But yeah. I just find that interesting as well, that it's not like when you look at the spikes, don't you, of the downloads per day, and you can see the release days, and it kind of gets lower and lower again, and then back to a normal kind of your current daily um, new user um, downloads. Because it's mm -hmm. just so mixed, isn't it? It's new users, updates, like the downloads isn't, it's a bit of a, a polluted statistic. Yeah. It is, yeah. It's um, it's interesting. It is interesting. It's it's a shame that there isn't more information around it that they provide, but I imagine they're probably providing as much as they can uh, based on you know what when WordPress phones home and so on. So, yeah. yeah. But it's weird though because you you must there must be yeah there isn't probably the differentiation between a new and an update, but mm. yeah I think part of me thinks they are um, on purpose kind of obscure with what information they give um mm. but yeah anyway i don't know anyway. how we went down that that track but i thought that was an interesting thing um yeah yeah no it's good it's good um yeah uh no i'm pleased you got plug-in rank out you took a couple of weeks off didn't you user manager yeah uh sorry what did i say i plug-in rank but i haven't done a, i haven't done any updates to plug-in rank for a while and yeah. annoyingly but yeah, I took a week off in Easter. Yes, yeah. So actually, when you said that you were super busy, I was like, oh, we're, we've we've reversed roles a bit because I kind of yeah. had a had a week off, didn't do any like delicious brains work, uh, only checked emails in the evenings, and then at the end of the week, I did a bit of the release prep for the user manager release and got that out the door on the Monday I returned to work, um, mm. and then I've kind of been quite chilled since then. <laughs> And you're obviously now the opposite, just going, ah, I've got so much on. Um, I'm sure I'll return to that point. But yeah, yeah, it was a good it was a good week to reset, I think. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I did just have a four day weekend. It was my wife's birthday last last um, last week. And uh, that was just really nice. Just have a nice four day four day weekend. It was really that was really good. It's a little um, little break, you know, that I've we just spontaneously decided let's just take an extra day we're going to take your birthday off anyway let's take an extra day and we'll just do that so i didn't quite get the full week but you know four days is a good chunk and obviously this weekend we've got it's the early bank holiday uh, may bank holiday <clears throat> yeah so uh we get three day weekend this weekend as well so i'm hoping like cumulatively it kind of helps to break things up a little bit but um yeah that's great i'm really pleased that um you know i know i've mentioned before uh on this podcast and and to you personally you know take some you should take some time and it's nice to see that you yeah. have done um and i realized actually there was there was probably not the most sensitive thing for me to say i was out on a walk the other day and i was for some reason it popped into my head uh, for you it might not be the same thing for, for me i don't like to be so busy i like to have you know time off for you it may well be different you know and i didn't take that into account i wouldn't i, I didn't appreciate that you might enjoy being busy and you don't like being having time off or being quiet I've never really asked you I've just kind of gone on the basis of don't let yourself burn out kind of thing yeah and I no, I think I took it in that sense as well because yeah perhaps we have different different kind of thresholds of busyness and I yeah. think 
yeah, po- probably possibly I have a little bit higher than you, but I think I was well higher than my normal. So it was it was valid. It was a valid point to make, and it was valid kind of like real talk criticism of like just don't go too crazy and just chill out for a bit. So yeah, that yeah. did coincide nice, nicely with Easter. Um, but I mean, the thing is, I say I'm not so busy. I've been obviously trying to calm down on the side projects and having develop like freelance developers is helping for user manager. Um, but like at work, we've been mega busy recently. Like, did you see? Not yesterday, day before, we finally released um, WP Migrate DB Pro 2.0. Uh, yeah, that was two and a half years in the making, and the first major release since it first launched eight years ago. Like it's it's literally eight years this month. Migrate DB Pro is absolutely bonkers. Um, yeah, but that was that was a. Uh, a, a, a hectic day um, on Tuesday, on Wednesday to release that, and like the amount of work that had gone into it by the team, like the developers and the design, Lewis, the designer, like because we didn't. I don't know if you also saw, we didn't just re-release the plugin with a new UI, React, um, all of the UI powered by React instead of jQuery, but we did a new landing or new homepage on the site for MigrateDB Pro on deliciousframes.com. Ooh, I haven't seen so that. So that was all that was all fully designed by Lewis, mocked up, implemented, like new copy and everything. It was such a crazy sort of release period, but after it'd been in the in development for like two and a half years, it just it just needed to get out the door. And now mm. we can move on. Um Yeah. So no, yeah. Good. Uh, it's it's unbelievable to think how a release can really mentally or a release that hasn't yet happened can really mentally block you or me or other people because and I, fe- I definitely felt like this with the user manager when we last spoke and I hadn't got the new add-on out and I hadn't got the new big release and I'd made it I'd made it too big a release so it took ages to put together but as soon as mm. that was out the door I just felt so good about like right let's start iterating on a smaller level and now today I've got another release out with new add-ons. And I think I did a release of add-ons last week as well. Mm. And it makes you feel so much more fresh again. And it's the same thing with 2.0 for Migrate because it's been you know, on the go for a long time. Um, mm. And the team that have been working on it have just, you know, they, they've not had, and we hired a guy who's basically not known anything, like two months, I think. No, maybe more than that, but he's, He's not known anything but just working on 2.0 to get it out the door. Like, and that kind of um, mentality is not healthy. Once it's now, it's out. Like he just even said yesterday, he feels like a newborn again because he's fresh. He feels like he's just started because we're now like working what on what's going to be in the next release, which is going to be hopefully within eight weeks. Like we're in this new release cycle process. Um, yeah, it won't be two weeks, two two years before another major release of Migrate is out. Like it, you know. 2.1, should I say, is going to come out soon. So, mm. yeah, just having something pushed, having something shipped and released is quite a... It's a mental unblocker, I think. Um, like, mm. we, you know, you feel pumped again about the product. You, you, It's just... I don't know how to describe it apart from, like, wading out of a quagmire where you're just... You're now free again and you can go at a normal speed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I, that, that was I good completely agree. 
Yeah, that's good. Yeah, you do get completely fatigued with it. And I, I mean, I, I never experienced as much of that, I think, as other people do because I've used a developer on better notifications. But on Content Notify, I was churning out releases, like a point release, every month, almost the day, all of last year after it was released. And this year it's been taking longer because of other stuff that's been going on. But um, unfortunately, and I'm getting a bit fatigued with a, a current feature that I'm developing for that. Yeah. Um, which is keyword search. It's you know, being able to set up alerts that are based on a keyword. So, um, yeah, it's 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 good, but it's you know it's complicated and it's yeah. I won't go into too much detail right now, but um, I, I completely understand what they mean. I mean, they, I guess uh, Pippin Williamson uh, must be feeling similarly with EDD version three because that's been years yeah. in the making as well, and that's getting closer and closer. There's a bit more chatter about it at the moment. I've noticed. Yeah, I saw that talk on. Was it on post status? Somebody mentioned it, and uh, where was that? I think they yeah, were talking think... about is it worth doing it on a live site? Yeah, is and, what and, saying. Pippin, and they were like yeah, so Pippin, close, but not yet. Yeah, but then also so close, but then he said Pippin that they're not yet, although they do do this as part of their normal release processes, is update their own sites because obviously easydigitaldownloads.com sells downloads with EDD. So they dog food the updates and they haven't yet put it on, but normally they do that for quite a period and this time it will be for a longer period. So it's still quite a ways off. Um, yeah, I I don't think I'm going to be at a, at rushing to update the user manager site to 3.0 when it comes out. I just think it's going to be uh, too big an update to, to try. and like I just mentally, the time that it will be to sort of test it and make sure it's all working yeah um when when it comes but yeah i do sympathize with them totally and um I do, yeah I've, I've certainly been not critical in the past but a bit disappointed that 3.0 has taken so long for, from an mm -hmm. edd perspective because of it i've been an edd user and then mm -hmm. i caught myself and realized that at that point we were still plugging away on migrate 2.0 like and it's taken a, a long time as well so yeah, i understand I, your perspective from a development point of view however EDD has promised a lot of stuff for like features and things. So whether it be like for me, the, the main draw to EDD 3 was the reporting, the better reporting. Yeah. There's all kinds of stuff that's coming out that looks really good and like what you can do where, that you couldn't do before. And there's a lot, it seems to be like a lot, a lot of legacy issues with, um, you know, right the way from the beginning to the plugin 3 point oh is, is more or less a complete rewrite, I think, um, or from what I understand it. But uh, user manager, it's it's a big update. I understand that. Oh my god! Yeah. Under the hood, um, mm. yeah, sorry, yeah, uh, WP Migrate WP Pro. It's it it's still, you know, it works in a very similar way to how it was. You yeah. you're not necessarily adding huge amounts of new features off the bat. You you've you know you have completely reskinned it. You've improved the user interface of it. You've rebuilt everything in you know React and everything. And I get all of that. And it's a huge undertaking, and it sets you up for all of this new stuff, especially exactly. with like WordPress, learn JavaScript deeply, and everything. I get all of yeah. that. And it sets but up for new features. If you're still pushing and pulling, it's mm. you know it's that's what you you do. So you know if you said to someone, don't use that yet, use this, they're not going to see apart from a different user interface they themselves won't necessarily see that difference. You know, you can still push yeah. and you can still pull. But with EDD3, there's a lot of stuff that you'll come to enjoy there. So I can understand why people are clawing to try and get yeah. it. Yeah, but the, but the, from the same perspective as well, like we've 
with migrate and with, there has been some criticism that 2.0 you know it's taken a long time now it's released great but also yes it's a lovely new ui yes i'm it's good that you use react but there's some people who have been like well we still want features we need new features there have been some new features added to 2.0 it's not they're not groundbreaking but they're sort of improvements mm -hmm. quality of life improvements um for using the plugin stuff that you might you know find annoying on a day-to-day -day basis like you suddenly update uh, you're doing some development locally and um, you update your plugins on your local and then you want to pull down from live to make those changes that you're doing but you realize live has like an out-of-date version of migrate or the add-ons mm -hmm. like previously you'd have to then go okay i can't do a pull until i've got updated so i need to go log into the live site update the plugins on there but now we've like made it so you can right from your local site it will say oh your your live site or the remote site is using an outdate version click to update it here and it will do remote updates which is yeah. just like a one click that quality of life stuff like that um but also the um i think what we've tried to do is not go crazy with new features for 2.0 but all of the work that's been done under the hood and the refactoring of the jquery to react has made it so it's going to be easier to make new features because one of the biggest yeah. the biggest issues was if we try and do feature x that's going to mean so much development time because we've got to try and retro make it work on this spaghetti jquery that we had it doesn't mm -hmm. you know it's going to take longer to do because of like the technical depth that's there in the plugin so the the 2.0 was like ripping off the plaster and now we can start working on new features that will hopefully be quicker to develop easier to develop for the developers and therefore you'll see more releases coming out and the reason why i'm saying that is i'm thinking maybe 3.0 is, is doing too much I, I mean i don't under i don't know quite exactly what's going to be coming in the release but what i do know is the custom tables moving out out of custom post types moving all of the order data the log data the, the payment data out of a custom post type from the post table into custom tables is the biggest thing and that kind of opens them up to allowing them to do better reporting and it's going to increase performance on people's sites but whether or not that should have just sort of been done in isolation as a 3.0 with a couple of features rather than adding a massive reporting thing on top of it or another thing or more features that is probably all going to make uh like a hold up so yeah, I, I do think maybe if they've just done, right, let's migrate to custom tables with a couple of little features, release that, we would now be at, we would now be well past the position we're at with um, the releases and we would have had all the reporting added to it. But instead, mm. because of the, the, the size of it, it's gone for so long. Um, but yeah, again, I, I, I don't, been, that's um, a lot of assumption on my point and my part, and it's probably incorrect. So I'll hold my hands up if, if that is wrong. Yeah, no, sure. And uh, yeah, I appreciate that. We're not completely clued up with necessarily what's going on with three. But as far as I understand it, they have been moving um, some of their tables to custom tables. Um, sorry, taking it out of a custom post type and moving into custom tables, you know, um, for for many, many months now. So mm -hmm. when they make a little release. So when you go to the back and it would say, you know, we need to upgrade your data database and this is in EDD. Um, with great database tables and it will go through it and there'll be a you know a bar that will complete and so on um, I think they've been working on that for various things I'm not sure it's everything and all the plugins and everything but I think they wanted to get that part done 
ahead yeah. of the 3.0 release. So, um, so yeah. Yeah, but I don't. I, I do yeah, need to check. Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing for me is the orders and the logs. So the log of any time a download's downloaded, you know, all of that stuff. And looking at my recent my local site, that's that's still not there. Um, so yeah, I I, I do completely sympathise with them, and mm. you know, I, I'm I'm supportive, and I really I'm really sort of hoping that it all goes well and, and it happens soon. But yeah, mm. as a customer, it is frustrating when um, things just take such a long time. So it, it, you can see it both ways. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Um, separate to that um, as a fun little project the other day because I realised I haven't done anything fun for a while you know we were talking about being busy and everything I haven't done anything yeah. like not 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 fun you know yeah, just I was trying to do something that I, I enjoy that's separate to sort of work but still techie um, yeah. and I decided that I have a, 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 my tortoise uh, roaming around the garden storming around the garden at the moment He's all the, all the sunshine just warms him up and then by the afternoon, he's just thundering about. And you'd be surprised how quick a tortoise actually moves around and how much it eats when it wants to. <laughs> but um, one thing I want to know is because uh, the, the mornings are still quite cold. Um, you know, we have had a couple of, we haven't had one for a couple of weeks, but we still get frosts, you know, lately. And uh, temperature does drop down sort of one or zero, but might not necessarily be enough to cause a frost at the moment. And we bought Torty, uh, the highly original name for a tortoise, I didn't choose it, um, a new hutch last year. It's going to be a bit more sort of insulating than his mm. previous one, which I'm pretty sure was just a, a rabbit hutch. And we have this little temperature sensor. It's just a it just powered by two AA batteries, and it sits and it transfer admits via I'm fairly sure it's like RF to a little receive unit with a little LCD uh, screen on it that says uh, well it's not even LCD. Oh no, it might be a little liquid crystal actually. Yes, yeah, little LCD screen, and it just has like an internal temperature because it's got a thermometer on that part as well and it's also got the external temperature which is read from this external little thing that we just mount inside his hutch uh on a uh, on a screw and i realized i never know what temperature it is i'd like to know mm. more readily i'd like it to be automated and you know for these things to kind of integrate into home assistant which is this thing i've been playing with since uh just before christmas actually about like automating my home and stuff like that i've done a video on my youtube channel if anyone's interested about like all the automations i've got around like my car and my lights and my light switches and all kinds of stuff like that my my office my heaters my you know security camera all that sort of stuff and uh anyway i decided to build one i decided to build a little um internet connected uh, thermostat and I came across this tiny this tiny little thing it's called a cricket it's absolutely minuscule it's probably about an inch and a half across by half an inch wide but it's a full wi-fi module um, with a built-in mqtt um, like server on it so you can send uh, and a therm a thermometer on it as well so temperature sensor so it will read the temperature it will then send it out uh, on a as a MQTT kind of message, and then my home assistant server, which is running on a Raspberry Pi, can then pick up that message and record it into a graph. And it runs off of I had to do a bit of soldering. It runs off two AA batteries, uh, and the whole thing is just they just literally I've sellotaped the cricket and the batteries together, and the bat <laughs> the cable for the battery acts as the hook that just sits inside his uh, his hutch it's it's very um hodgepodge 
but it works incredibly well. And now I know, which with much greater accuracy as well, what the temperature is inside his hutch from anywhere in the world at any time. And I just, I love that. That was a fun little project to do. It literally took me like an hour to do once I'd worked out what parts I needed. It took me an hour to put it together and um it was just it was just great fun and uh it's it's interesting to see like because you can see the graph you can see how much and how quickly the temperature drops overnight you can see that when the sun's shining on it how warm it gets um you know and it's 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 really good it's really good fun it's i know that's not at all uh <laughs> you know really normal pressing matters talk but um it was a good fun thing to do and it it sort of highlighted that for me over the last year i've sort of developed a love a real love of electronics and um putting things together and building your own stuff, uh, especially, you know, the hardware and the software side and getting to grips mm. with doing both. This didn't involve any, uh, like, programming or anything, but um, the temperature sensor, which is, I don't know if you can see it's there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not that very uh, Heath Robinson thing is a uh, Raspberry Pi Zero with a uh, DHT22 temperature and humidity sensor just hanging off of it um, behind me. That would involve some, uh, you know, Python programming and... It's just been good fun. It's just a fun thing I've picked up. And what's nice for me is that before I did web design, I actually started the university um, to do uh, electrical engineering. And uh, I've written about that on my blog, if anyone's interested, about you know me going through the process of like doing that and then not doing it and going into web development and design. And uh, it was nice, though, because I've always had a love for it. It just wasn't what I was expected. I realized it wasn't what I wanted to do. But it's nice that I get to still practice with it, and it the you know the time that we're in now, there's things like Raspberry Pis and lots and lots of internet connected things, and it's almost yeah. like I feel like I almost started at the wrong time. I almost wonder where if I had started that now, I would have had a much much better time and a greater understanding of it because mm -hmm. it's like it it went in like a, a quantum leap forward in the last sort of ten years. So it's a shame that um, I kind of miss. I feel like I missed my timing on it, really. But um, it's still yeah. nice that I get to enjoy it. Yeah, it just shows that it's still an interest that you can you, you can utilize and and enjoy just at various points, rather than you know thinking about what would have been if you'd have done the degree. What we you, you know you probably still would have been in web development now. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, or very stressed out. Um, because um, I, I think, uh, you know, if you're a proper like electrical engineer, I get the impression that it's quite challenging quite a lot of the time. And, uh, you know, you have to be on site, you can't work from home. And I think in hindsight, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have been the career for me at all. But um, it, to, to be able to do it as a hobby is actually mm. probably more closer to what I wanted to do with it in the first place. And uh, to, to realise that is, is quite refreshing. So, yeah. anyway... I think that's the issue with degrees and choosing them, or maybe in the past anyway, that you just basically pick a hobby rather than a vocation. Um, mm. And yeah, did you see? I think somebody in the WordPress space tweeted about like their their son was was convinced that you had to have be a, a, have a computer science degree to become a developer, and she was just trying to highlight other people's routes to being a developer that were non typical. And it made me think, I think I replied, and it made me think about my path, which was like a, a degree that was completely unrelated to IT, a, de a degree completely unrelated to something that probably I could turn it into something for as a, you know, a job. It was like an English literature and fine art dual degree. 
Right. I'm like, now I think back to like, why on earth? What on earth did I think I was going to become? In, you know, in the future, based on that degree, um, and even more weird that it's now an IT job. Um, you know, like a programming job when I didn't even do computer computing for GCSE or A levels. Bizarre. Um, yeah. But yeah, and and then that always makes me think about my children, like especially nowadays with universities, remote learning, what's the point of spending a fortune uh, to go to uni apart from obviously the social and the, and the social growth, I guess, and the, you know, the, the things that mm. they do there. But when really you could just learn online and, and become, I don't know, do something that's much more practical. Yeah. That's random thought for the, for the end of the show. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I understand what you mean. There's always going to be industries that will require a degree of some description, even if they are, um, you know, uh, degrees that are unnecessary. There are people out there that don't have them, but yeah, are far more talented, you know, um, in that particular field, you know, whatever it might be, usually IT related. Um, but uh, there will be companies that say, no, I'm sorry, if you don't have it, you can't do it. Um, which is unfair, but that's the way it is. I think, you know, obviously you can't learn, necessarily learn ballet online or, you know, mm. uh, which was the classic poster from, um, uh, what was it, Last Summer of Blunders. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, it, what was it? You could retrain to be an IT or something like that, you know, it just makes you laugh. So I think, yeah, IT is probably is probably a bit of an exception to that. But, um, it's yeah, it's interesting. I, I wonder, I think it'll be, they'll be forced to change, you know, to an extent. Um, universities will have to, you know, get with the times a bit more and, and uh, create more of a, an opportunity for uh, maybe better learning, better quality learning, um, more feedback, because that's, that's part of the problem, isn't it? A, lo a lot of learning involves... Um, good learning i think involves you know a, a back and forth between yourself and a and a mentor or a tutor or, or a community or something and you don't necessarily get that with all online learning um despite yeah. i think online learning's best effort so i think there is definitely a place for even doing a computer science degree um you know to do computer science work uh you know in a university versus learning the course material but not coming out with the degree if you were to do it online because you'll get that extra kind of support you'll get that extra community and and you'll get all of the stuff that goes with going to university i guess so yeah i yeah. think they just probably have to change a bit to get with the times but hey ho yeah interesting thought though it's, it's it mirrors something that i uh, i've thought for a little while too so yeah, yeah. But anyway, anyway it, it um, was uh good to good to chat good to catch up even though you know it's been a little while but hopefully we'll be a bit more regular i guess and yeah, always a pleasure, mm. and ha hope you have a good. Absolutely, yeah. Weeks. We've yeah. we've changed our day, haven't we, to uh, to record in the hope that we um, we stick to it a bit. And because you've come back a bit more zen, and I'm you know trying to trying to make mm -hmm. sure that I don't get too stressed out with everything. I'm pretty sure that we'll keep to uh, a better schedule moving forward. So look yeah. forward to speaking to you again on the next one. Indeed. Yeah. All right, man. Well, yeah. Thanks for thanks for chatting, and thanks for listening. Yeah, absolutely. If you do like our rambles, then please feel free to leave us a review on iTunes. There is a link to the review on pressingmatters.fm. Uh, and uh, we haven't really investigated it, have we? But Apple have just released their new podcast thing where you can even, um, you know, uh, sort of follow, subscribe, support, all that sort of stuff. Well, you can charge that, yeah. You can charge for your podcast. Yeah, I did see that and then initially dismissed it instantly because... Oh, really? 
who would be paying for our ramblings? <laughs> I have no idea. I know I yeah, was exactly. going to suggest it, but I haven't investigated it yet. So no, anyway, yeah. but uh, yeah, you can leave a review on uh, on um, iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever it is that you want to leave it on if you wanted to. So yeah. Um, so yeah, but for now, uh, thanks very much. And yeah, Ian, uh, always good to talk to you. I'll speak to you again soon. Yeah, cheers, Jack. Bye. Bye.